Welcome to Manifesting Your Dream Life in 2021 with Felicia and Patty. I want to extend a warm welcome to all our listeners joining us today as we prepare for today's discussion podcast, Turning Fear into Courage. And so without further ado, I will invite my partner and fellow coach Patty to join me on the call. Good day, Patty, and welcome. Hi, good morning, everybody, or good afternoon. And um, Felicia, it's so great. I love um, getting on these calls every week with you. So grounding and um, likewise, likewise. Something I look forward to every week, and I hope that everybody who jumps in and listens in, um, you know, is 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 able to at least walk away with something that um, will serve them. Absolutely, ditto, uh, Patty. So, without further ado, I guess uh, we can uh, get started. Again, today we're going to be. Uh, referring to or discussing uh, how to turn fear into courage. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I want to start my part today by, the, by defining courage, the true meaning of that word. See, courage is acting in the face of fear. Courage is also loving yourself enough to realize you deserve to live a happy and fulfilling life because not only is it your birthright, but the reason you exist. And so to achieve fulfillment and happiness in our lives, we must learn to make fear our friend. And we do that by permitting ourselves to fail enough to succeed. And also know this, without a doubt in your mind, success always comes with a certain amount of fear. See, great dream builders do this. They fail and then they try again. It's impossible not to be afraid. Anyone who's ever achieved any success has learned to embrace and partner with fear by doing what we want to do, even when fear rises and tries to stop us. And so the very first step to befriending fear is what? Is acknowledging its presence. And fear is simply the border of the reality you've known, you and I have known. And your dream, my dream, lives beyond that border. Fear will show up in your life as feedback. Why? Because it's letting you know that you are on your green growing edge. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't be, do, or have what you desire. No, it simply means you haven't yet. And therefore, when you decide to embark into something you've never experienced before in your life, you must be willing to be uncomfortable in the interest of growth, understanding, and I should say fully understanding the difference between being afraid to take that next step or allowing fear to have you. See, courage is moving ahead with our fear and taking whatever action steps we need to take in the absence of all the answers. That's what courage is. And when we decide on a dream, there's always a part of us that says, yeah, bring it on. I want my dream. I would love to experience that. Well, 
on the flip side of that, there's another part of us that says, yeah, right. That's not going to happen. Or that voice in our head may say, um, excuse me, how are you going to do that exactly? Have you ever done anything like it before? And who do you think you are? You don't have what it takes. And most importantly, who are you to have this dream? See, this is what the voice in our head says. But you see, that's the voice of fear. And in that moment, when we hear those words, it's simply trying to keep us from failing. It's the part of us that wants things to stay status quo. And I know, Patty, you concur with what I'm saying right now. Mm-hmm. So fear will often disguise itself as practicality. You know, fear will never say to you, hey, I'm here to kill your dream. I know that you want that dream, but I'm, I'm here to kill it. No, no, no. It's too smart for that. But fear will say, I'm here to keep you safe. And when that happens, now it's up to you and me to allow the part of us that wants to dream to win over the part of us that's afraid. And as you decide to move towards your dream, fear becomes your companion throughout your journey because now you're stepping into unknown territory. What does that mean? You are about to embark on a journey and take steps in doing things that you've never done before. You don't even know what the next step is going to be or the one after that or the one after that. All you know is the destination, what it looks like. That, that is all you can see right now in your mind, but you don't know what it's going to take for you to get there. And so when that happens, then I believe it should start with us saying to ourselves, today's the day I'm going after my dream. No one's going to stop me. I've decided to go after my dream. And also say to yourself, today's the day I say no to doubts and reasons why it won't work. And instead, I'm going to say yes to possibilities and opportunities. So make today, this day, the day that you suspend belief in conditions and instead believe in the power breathing you. And truly, the truth of the matter is that, and this is key what I'm going to say next, is that the events of our lives are not what controls our lives our decision does. That's the only thing that controls our lives. And so with that said, I think I'm going to now turn the call over to Patty and continue the discussion on how to turn courage or fear into to courage. Sorry about that. Patty, go ahead. Patty, <laughs> I got lost track of my words there. So how to oh, no, turn that's okay. fear into courage there. Okay, go ahead, Patty. Sorry. <clears throat> Well, you know, I want to start with a quote on that very thing. And it's a quote by um, a man named Christopher Paolini. And uh -huh. it's a very um, simple uh, sentence, but it's, it, I think it really speaks to it. And he says, without fear, there cannot be courage. Love it. So I, I think that ties so into how we're talking about turning fear into courage and, you know, I think so much is about even just having a different perception about fear. Mm 
Mm-hmm. I, you know, um, I'm, I just am finishing up um, my book, my first book. And um, I actually have a chapter in my book that's called using fear as your fuel. And, you know, and, and I start with this quote, without fear, there cannot be courage. And, and, you know, kind of my, my, my idea on fear, you know, when I started really studying this, you know, everything that you really discussed, Felicia, mm-hmm. was I realized that, you know, fear is really misunderstood, right? Um, yes. Or it can be. But if you, if you change your perception of how you view, view fear, and, and, and so think about without fear, there cannot be courage. So think about what courage is, right? Um, I was at um, I was at a conference in um, the the it was a business women's conference, and the woman um, had said, "Courage comes before confidence, because truly confidence comes from courage." So it's it's almost like you want to have confidence, and then you think you'll have courage. It's like no, but it takes you to do something courageous, to act in a courageous way, to step outside of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. and from that very act you know, that's where your confidence builds. You're, you're not, you, 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 like you said, it's, it's like, you know, you have fear, but, but like make fear your friend. Or for me, I was saying, use fear as your fuel. It's like, okay, I recognize I'm afraid, but I'm going to do it anyway, because as I walk that path, that is how I become courageous. And that is where I become confident. So I was thinking about just this whole idea about fear being misunderstood. And that if you really looked at the enormous power, like it can obviously have an enormous power to destroy, right? Oh, yes. But it can also have a, a, a enormous power to fuel. And so why not? Because think about when you're afraid, your heart starts pounding. You know, you, it's like your adrenaline flows, right? And, and then you have a decision. Do you let yourself get paralyzed from the fear and let it stop you? Or do you recognize you have the fear but like, think about it as, okay, it's fueling me to just bust through whatever I'm going to have to bust through, even with, you know, it's going to be there, but I'm going to move forward anyway. And so, you know, just that alone to me, I think was a big paradigm shift. It was a big perception shift mm. is just to look at fear as your fuel. Yes. And it's interesting. There's another quote by Edmund Burke that says, no power so effectually robs the mind of all its powers of acting and reasoning is fear. So, you know, instead of just looking at fear as something that you want to avoid or letting it paralyze you, instead just say, okay, I recognize I've got the fear. You know, we always talk about awareness, Felicia, right? Yes, we do. So be yeah. aware when you have fear and it doesn't matter. Everybody, different things um, bring up that emotion in people doesn't matter what the trigger is for you, but it doesn't have to be a negative trigger. It's just an awareness trigger saying, okay, so how am I going to use this in service of moving me forward instead of paralyzing me? Hmm. So just that whole concept, I just, yes. to me, that was mind blowing. And I think that, you know, it, it really relates to being optimistic, right? If you, you can look at the glasses half full or half empty, but if you're going to be optimistic about something, you continue to move forward in the direction that you want things to go. And as things show up for you, you just move forward anyway, realizing that, okay, this is going to be scary, but you're not going to get any change if you don't take an action. So, 
you know, this is about moving forward in spite of the fear, but I just say, put on another perception with fear and say, okay, I'm fueling my tank to get me through this, this scary part of my life where I'm nervous. I I'm anxious. It's unknown, but you know what? I'm going to use my fear as the fuel. I love that, Patty. I really, really love that. Well said. Um, what I, thank you for everything you've shared, Patty. And while, while you were talking, uh, ideas came up and, and mm -hmm. for some reason, the word failure is associated mm -hmm. to the word fear in some way or form. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to, to have our, our listeners and ourselves to look at the word failure and its true meaning. And here's an example. If we fail at business, we say, well, I guess I'm not good enough to be a business owner. Or if we fail in love, then we automatically say, well, love, is, love isn't in the cards for me. When the truth of the matter is that failing and rising to the task is the key to achieving your greatest dreams. So courage then doesn't mean that you're not scared. You're still scared if you're, while you're being courageous. It only means you do it anyway by not allowing fear to stop you. This is the key here. So because we all have fears, Every single one of us has fears, but when you let fear stand in the way of the life that you desire and deserve, you stunt your growth. Mm -hmm. This is what we do. And so, and the other thing that we should remember is that you and I can't count on anything ever staying the same. Ain't that the truth, Patty? Mm -hmm. This is a moving world we're living in. Absolutely. Everything's energy, right? Everything is energy. So change then and transition are universal. And as human beings, we're constantly growing emotionally and physically. And through that, we are expanding evermore our awareness. So what I wanted to do right now is share a time in my life when I would not allow fear to have me. Mm -hmm. I'd love now to this, hear it. <laughs> now, this happened a while back, a few decades ago, but still, I think it's an appropriate uh, story. It was the day when I decided to um, go and get my driver's license. And so I always, you know, saw my dad drive all of my life, but I never really sat behind the steering wheel. So I had no clue what it meant to drive a car. But all I knew is that when I was old enough to get a driver's license, that I was going to take the necessary steps and learn how to drive. But I also had another passion, and that passion was to learn to drive uh, a shift stick car because my dad drove mm. shift stick trucks. I don't know why, but I had this idea that I, that's what I wanted to learn. So off I go, I get registered to get my driver's license. And so the instructor asked me if it's automatic transmission or stick car. And I said, no, 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 I want to, I want to learn how to drive a, um, a, a stick car or shift stick car. And so, yeah, okay. So day one, Patty, I'm sitting behind the steering wheel and I'm looking and I'm hoping that the, the instructor is going to tell me exactly how to start a shift stick car. That wasn't the plan. Usually when you learn how to drive a sh shift stick car, you should have some idea where the, the ignition is <laughs> at least <laughs> to put the key but I was totally totally and so when he realized that I I had never ever been behind the steering wheel he said listen lady you can learn that 
after. I think I, I highly recommend that we start with automatic transmission because he knew I was starting from the very beginning. So mm -hmm. I said, okay, not to give him a difficult or hard time. I said, okay. But Patty, the whole time that I learned how to drive and I got my driver's license, that passion for me to drive a shift stick car never left me. And so mm -hmm. what do you think I did? The first moment I had to purchase a car, what do I do? I buy a shift stick car, not an automatic <laughs> one. So I buy the car and we park it in my parents' driveway. Not a word of a lie. Seven days went by. Every single day I would look outside the window and I'd say, oh, I love my car. Oh, she's so cute. She's a beauty. But I can't drive it because I'm scared. I, I don't know what to do. And so anyhow, I got a friend of mine to kind of show me. And then I kind of knew a little bit, but not to say that I was a, a professional driver. But all that to say is I'm going to keep the story short. Those days I was working at a job that was 32 miles away from my house, my parents' house. And so the day came that I would have to go to work and I couldn't tell my parents, listen, I'm going to hitch a ride because I'm not comfortable driving the shifted car and uh, I'll drive later. I didn't want to do that. I felt like I would be a failure. What do you mean you don't know how to drive a car? Then why did you buy? So all these words, all these things were coming up and not to show them defeat, I told my parents, I'm going to work tomorrow and I'm driving myself to work. I decided I was going to let fear not have me. So mm -hmm. I sat in that car, Patty, and I started driving to work. It was highway. It was three lane highway, people driving like crazy, shifting lanes. Oh. And all I, all I did was I stayed on the first lane shifting gears and instead of taking what should have taken me 35 minutes from door to door that day it took me two hours to get to my job I was I was on total and complete adrenaline driving there but I remember thinking to myself I'm safe I'm safe don't look at the other cars just look straight ahead when I parked the car and I got out of the car believe it or not Patty my body was shaking Mm. I was shaking because I couldn't believe I pinched myself. I made it. I made it. I drove here and my parents never have to find out that I had no clue how I was going to get there. Obviously, I knew how to drive because I had my driver's license. Uh -huh. My problem, my issue was changing the gears. Oh, making yeah. Sure that I would shift those gears at the right time. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then I knew, although I was very happy to have gotten to my job, I also knew that I had to go drive back home. But that didn't face me because I knew if I did it, one, if I did it once, I can do it back. And so go. all this example, Patty, is to show I could have easily let fear have me. But for whatever reason, I had to prove to myself and prove to my parents, nothing is going to stop me. I'm going to drive this car there. And it was- So look scary, at what you did. Courage before confidence, Felicia. Yes. You had the courage to do it before yes. you had the confidence to do it. And so what did it do? It built your confidence. <sighs> Yeah, so I wanted to share this story. I never forgot that experience. Nobody ever knew what, what I felt, mm. what my body felt like when I got out of the car. I can't even put it in words. I was nervous. I was, my body was shaking. My heart was beating a thousand miles an hour. I was just like grateful and thankful I made it. So that also shows us who are we? We're more than this physical body because I made it. Maybe I wasn't alone driving the car. I was with the divine the whole way, but mm -hmm. the divine protected me. And like you said, Patty, courage, 
before confidence. And with that, I just want to turn the call over to you. Um, but I wanted to really share the story that no matter what field you're in, no matter what it is that you're looking at, perhaps, you know, taking the steps towards, don't let fear stop you. Absolutely. And, you know, I think Felicia, this is such a good segue into this next little piece that I want to talk about and this quick story I want to share. Um, Something else I talk about in this chapter of my book, and it's about, you know, when you hear the phrase be, be fearless, right? Mm. I was thinking about that. And really, I don't think that means that being fearless means there's no fear involved. Being fearless is more about how you identify with fear and what you decide to do with it. Yes. And Mary Morrissey, um, who we both did our um, training with, she has this quote, people are successful in the presence of their fear, not in the absence of their fear. And when my daughter was very young, little toddler, you know, running around, taking her to parks, you know, my husband and I uh, would take her to this park in our neighborhood. um, And I started noticing that she was kind of fearful of climbing up too high on some of the monkey bars. And so I unconsciously started to say to her out loud, you know, oh, be careful because you're afraid of heights, right? And I'm just saying this. And one day my husband pulls me aside and says, stop making this such an issue. And it was such an awareness because I was kind of not really conscious that I was saying this so much. Mm -hmm. So because he said that to me, you know, he, 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 and he said this because he too has a fear of heights, but he's always challenged himself in the face of his fear. He climbed a water tower once when he was a teenager, scared to death, but just because he didn't want it to stop him from doing adventurous things. And he does that to this day. And so like he loves riding thrilling roller coasters and doing, you know, um, paragliding and things like that. And it doesn't mean he doesn't have the fear, but it doesn't stop him. So I started paying attention and would catch myself often in mid sentence saying to my daughter, you know, wanting to tell her about her being afraid of heights. And I really had to work at making that shift, but eventually I did stop mentioning it altogether. And that truly was a repattern for me, but the difference that it made literally shifted. My daughter literally has not shied away from heights. And by the time she was in middle school, she always wanted to go on the biggest roller coasters at Magic Mountain, which is an amusement park by us. I mean, the bigger, the better. And (laughs) she was always a very cautious kid. And it was just such a cool transformation to see. And when we were in Hawaii a few years ago, she decided that she wanted to paraglide off of this mountain. And, and, And this is a girl who the day before, we were on a boat um, going, going to go snorkeling and she fell and gashed her knee like her bone was popping out. Oh, and she asked the doctor, can I go parasailing? He goes, as long as you don't go in the water, you know, and this is paragliding. I'm sorry, where you jump off a mountain. Oh. So the very next day, because it's the only thing she goes, if I can't do this, this whole trip's just going to be ruined. And so we went. And they gave her a choice of doing a thousand foot jump or a 3000 foot jump. You know, there's somebody with you. She took the 3000 foot jump. And when she just watching her up in the air, you know, when she started kind of coming down and the smile on her face when she landed was truly priceless. 
and I realized in that moment that just like her dad, she did not allow her fear of heights to stop her, yes. but rather to fuel herself, to just open her up to a new adventure. And so I think these stories that we've shared, um, Felicia, uh-huh. is it, it could be in a, in a big way about a business move that you made, yes. or even just about, you know, making a decision to have more adventure in your life or not. And again, it's not like my husband and daughter do not have a fear of heights. It, they just move forward anyway, and they don't let it stop them. And they use it as their fuel, just as you didn't let this fear of this stick shift to stop yeah. you, but instead yeah. you used it to fuel you. Yes. And all it did was build your confidence. And exactly. so to me, I think that's just the, to really reframe this idea of fear mm-hmm. and really think about it as, um, you know, as your fuel and, and, and your courage, because courage does come before confidence. And so move forward, even in the face of fear and don't look at fear as such a bad thing because it's necessary. Absolutely. Absolutely, Patty. Thank you so much, Patty, for everything, for another excellent, relevant discussion that we had today. Always a pleasure. And unfortunately, we're coming to the end of today's podcast. And as we close, I'd like to leave our listeners with one small little quote. And it goes something like this. Well, it goes like this. (laughs) Fear is a reaction. Courage is a decision. And this is a quote by Winston Churchill. I think Mm. it's fitting for the discussion that you and I have today, uh, Patty. And so I want to thank all our listeners for joining us today. And once again, it's been both an honor and a privilege to have spent this time with you all. Blessings to everyone. And most of all, stay tuned for next week when Patty and I return with another great topic of discussion. So until then, bye-bye for now. Patty. And I'm going to end with Felicia. Um, There's a song by Kelly Clarkston and it's called strong. Mm. And it's main verse is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So I just will leave with use your fear as your fuel and amazing things can happen. Absolutely. Amen to that. 